This, this is Shippy and Ifeb. You are dishing it up with Aki and Igusi. We are two brown girls from two different upbringings with similar experiences. Subscribe, tune in, and download this episode. Bring it back, bring it back to the bottom of the map. Hey, bring it back to the bottom of the map. Hey, bring it back. Ding, where's our bell? Where's our bell? Ding. <laughs> Welcome back, Aki and Igusians. Girl, we were so rude the last time, child. We need to tell the people Happy New Year. Ha- Listen, better late than never. Happy New Year. 2020 is upon us. Okay. We're wishing you a fantastic New Year. Um, Good health. Filled with aha moments. Yes, I knew it all along. Congratulations. Confirmations. All that good stuff. Amen? Amen. All right. Um, Are you doing anything different for this new year? Yes, I did say I want to definitely see myself in a role of either hosting events like, you know, weddings, baby shower, um... Just like planning and, 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 and doing some type of speaking engagement. I'm glad that we're, you know, popping off this podcast because it gets a ch- give us, gives us a chance to, you know, have a voice. And for me, it's like, you know, just like I talk to my friends, you know, on a day to day, it's like I want to do that because I've been told like at, for different functions I've hosted like, oh, like, do you do this like all the time? I'm like, no, this I just do this for friends and family. But I'm like... That's a good idea. So I definitely see myself doing that in the new year. Just one of many things. What about you? So let me tell you, before I tell you about me, I'm going to pick a bone with you. Because last year, yes. my son had a birthday party and Ooh. I wanted you to be the host. Ooh. But you wanted to go to family's Ooh. birthday. Ooh. But I'm going to leave that there. Homecoming was L-I-V-E though. Happy birthday, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, I'm being more intentional. Intentional and being present. Yes. Um, Living life in the moment, you would say? Yes, okay. yes, definitely. And just honestly, my dreams and aspirations, like whatever I want to do, just doing it. Yes. I don't care how it comes out the first time, you know, we first, all of us, you know, had training wheels before, before we knew how to ride on two wheels. So I don't care right. how it comes out the first time, but just being intentional and just really just doing what, doing it, not even talking about it, just doing just it. Just doing it. And I think this is a good start. Like, I, like you know, like you said, this is a very good start. Um... I too have done one speaking engagement. I've spoken church all you know a lot of yeah. times, but my first official engagement I've done that and I spoke to youth and it's something I really really enjoy. Like mm-hmm. you never know, you never know, you just never know. So and you do have that crowd presence from when you used to do poetry. A lot of people don't know this. Igusi had her poetry book back in the day and she used to spit a fire rhyme. I don't Talk know if y'all, that. I, I don't know if you're going to get any of it. Talking about that. You telling my business. Oh, well, we'll leave it alone. We'll, don't worry, we're going to come back to it later. I'll give y'all, <laughs> I'll give y'all a little something, something. Just, just not today. Not today. Not today. Do you remember the first time? Do you remember the times when we fell in love? Do you remember the... Okay, all right. Ding, ding, ding. When Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That came out left field? Came out left field. I wasn't expecting that one. I wasn't expecting But that was it. that part you got to hit. You can't you gotta hit it. something until you get that part. All right, I feel you. We'll let it ride. Then. But no, for real. Like, <laughs> Do you remember the first time you talked about sex? 
You talk about relationships. relationships. Talked about big money, jobs, working. Um, the first time you talk about your college major, like what you wanted to major in with your parents. First time you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend <laughs> or had an interest in anyone. Let me tell you, my parents acted a fool. The first time I had sex. Yes. Let me back up. So I'm an old soul and a lot of my friends were older. And I had a friend at the time, which her sister was in her mid-20s or so, quite older than us. We was in high school. Okay. And she kept saying, you guys better learn how to have sex. You guys better start having sex because when you guys get older, you guys are going to rip apart. And we're like, little what? Kids, like, we were of age, but yeah. we're still like, oh my gosh, like, we better start having sex. Like That just yeah. prompted us to say, that next guy, let me go get it. Buzz it wide open. <laughs> Buzz it wide, open. <laughs> Buzz it wide. Uh. But that wasn't so much the hard part. The hard part mm-hmm. was telling your mom. Yeah. That you had broke your virginity as an adolescent. Okay. And how, how did that play out? Girl, we was living in a two-bedroom apartment, two-bathroom. Mm-hmm. My mom was getting her life back together, and I'm like, Mom, I got something to tell you. And she's like, what? I'm like, just kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. And then, you know, weeks would go by, like, it was killing me. Because my mother and I have a really deep relationship. And I'll be like... <laughs> I'm like, mom, I got something to tell you. She's like, what? I'm like, just kidding. <laughs> and like, I did that like three or four times. And then I so, wrote it so on you were nervous. You were nervous to Girl, like was, get it out. I was scared. Yeah. I wrote it down on a piece of paper, and I'm like, when she comes home from work, I'm gonna give it to her. Yeah. And I'm like, mom, I wrote your letter. She's like, what? I'm like, just kidding. And I ripped it up. Like, oh wow. I really didn't know how to tell her. Yeah. And then I said, mom, this is like months go by. It was the first time. Didn't happen again because I was just like, I ain't like how it felt. So I'm like, mom. Um, I had something to tell you. She's like, what? I said, I had sex! <laughs> and I said it really quick. And she was like, what? I said, I had sex! She said, you have what? <laughs> you have sex? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm now starting. Oh, yeah, Joko, Joko, Joko. Joko means sit down. She's like, sit down, sit down, sit down. We must go to the doctor. We must go and test you. Make sure you're not pregnant. Oh, I hear me. My life is ruined. I can't believe it. Oh, and she was wow. her hand. But girl, it was it was it was very intense. And then afterwards, she cried. She was just like she failed, and I cried. And I'm just oh. like, do you feel like that affected you from having sex? Like, past after that point, like you know, within the next couple weeks, month, like, do you feel like that that stopped you from uh, pursuing that? No. Because <laughs> yeah, no, really. like I said, the first time it was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? Right? Yeah. And then <laughs> I had sex again. I'm just like, okay. Okay. And we, I said, we, again. Oh, okay. this, this, this. Now, mind you guys, this. it's the same person, same person. Okay. But I'm just like, okay. And then the fourth and fifth time, I'm like, oh, okay. okay. You, this is what it's supposed to feel like. That's what you're saying. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> How about you? How about you? So I would say, I don't know, like it was just something that was never talked about on my mom's end, like with the, like she didn't, I don't remember her speaking, well, at least not to my oldest brother, I can't say, but for my brother that's just a year older than me, I don't remember her like speaking to him about it. She didn't speak to me about sex. It was just like taboo. And my dad, for him, it was more so like, my dad doesn't, he just gives you a look. Like, you know what you're supposed to be doing or not supposed to be doing, and that was that. So I remember one day, um, my mom and I, we went uh, like, you know, bra and panty shopping. And, you know, while we're walking around the aisle, um, 
my mom was just like casually bringing up she was like oh so you know no sex before marriage and I was dating someone at the time but when she said that like when she went listen that's exactly what I I was like well too late (laughs) and then she just busts out laughing and that was the end of the conversation like you know I feel like it took her like years later to be like oh well make sure you're using um protection or you know there was no discussion of oh go get yourself tested or it was just more so like okay you're doing it so be careful or wait and even up to today my mommy's like oh 90 day rule i'm like mommy that's outdated <laughs> that's outdated that's definitely back in your time but is it really and i'm sorry but yeah since you said 90 day rule is it really a 90 day rule or or can you have and I'm not. I'm not saying to have sex. I'm not encouraging yeah, we anyone not, to have sex. Disclaimer. But I'm just asking, like, is it truly a 90 day rule? Because I've heard that, mm-hmm. and not only from older people, but from people our age. Like, girl, I'm gonna wait three months, and then I'm gonna have sex. But what is it about three months? Like, can and, you have sex earlier than three months? And 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 that's the thing. And I've talked to to men and women about this, and. You know, there are people who feel like they're not going to judge. They feel like, you know, they rather know from the jump, you know, what their experience with you is. So that way they can decide if they still want to pursue you or not. Just not just on physical attraction alone, but just for future reference down the line. So I feel like there's a 90 day rule, but not for sex. I feel like that's more so a mental and emotional connection. I feel like regardless if you start having sex from first month, first week, first date, whatever the case is, I feel like it's the emotional and mental connection that's going to change within those 90 days. So I don't know if their parents meant that, like wait 90 days to see how you're still going to feel about a person, but it's like sex can definitely affect your, your thinking, whether man or woman. It's like, you might be blinded by red flags and you know you you might not realize until afterwards like a little bit down in the the relationship like damn like we don't really talk about anything outside of x y and z like i want a little bit more depth and some people wait for that reason but again it depends on the individuals that are in the relationship and every every relationship has its own boundaries and if you don't communicate about that then you're gonna be left feeling unsure regardless if you waited or not i agree so like this whole 90 day rule for me Mm -hmm. i don't buy it sometimes i wait 90 days sometimes i don't wait 90 days it just all depends and sometimes we just don't have it at all it just all depends and as i as i'm getting older again i'm not saying go have sex i don't know who's listening yeah okay um, but as I'm getting older and I'm being more sure of myself, yes, being more in tune of my sexuality, yes, I don't abide by the 90 day rule. Okay. Same here. Um, at the same time, I'm just not laying down with everybody. Correct. You know, just, just putting it out there. When I first started to have sex, it was, it was hard to control because yeah. sex is a spirit. Like, yeah. You just keep going and going like a freaking energizer, but I'm just like, well, dang, like I just can't stop. Yeah. But the older that I'm getting, sex means it has a different meaning, meaning for me. Yeah. And like you said, if there's no emotional, intellectual connection for me, it's it's, it's dead. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Like, we're just gonna be very good friends. We can date each other. We can go on dates, but we won't have sex. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just 
sex has a new different meaning and the more that I know about sex yeah. the more I'm not I'm cautious in terms of who I have sex with and if I have it at all I've been celibate for a year and a half and counting okay and that's by choice by choice there we go cause I can bust it wide open <laughs> No, but seriously, I, I can have sex. There's plenty of people that want to have sex with me. It's just I'm not moved to have sex. Sex okay. is not what it was for me when I was... When you were younger. When I broke my virginity. I won't tell you when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will keep that under wraps. I we will keep it under wraps for me also. <laughs> I feel like um, there needs to be a conversation um, in households because a lot of people rely on the school to educate their children about sex and... You may get one sex ed class in high school, and in the now, the in in the days of now, children are having sex from elementary, okay. middle school. I remember in middle school, I went to I well, I went to McNichol Middle. I ain't gonna put nobody business out no. there, but what stuff went on in the bathroom, behind the bleachers, in the back of the school, and it was like from people you would least expect if i mean you can't really like judge anything from that but it's just like you know things go on earlier nowadays and if you know parents are leaving it up to you know schools to educate their children like they're they're gonna be left out there i rather i know for when i have children i'm gonna want to speak to them and make sure they're educated early because i feel like if you're educated about something you will be able to um, form a or like have a different grasp on it and you'll know not necessarily know but you'll you'll be able to differentiate things earlier so it's like you're gonna know to you know protect yourself you're gonna know to have a conversation with the person you're having sex with about what they're going have going on because it's like are you gonna be protected are you gonna be unprotected um are you um monogamous are you going to be with one partner? Are y'all exclusive? Like that conversation needs to be held. I agree. And I feel like that's a parent's job. It's not up to the school. Just like with education, that's not just up to the school. Like you need to do your due diligence and make sure that you're informed so feelings don't get hurt. Right. And sociological agents are the home, right? Yeah. We have the school. Um Within the, the school, we have the students. Yeah. We have the community, you know, in the neighborhoods. We have TV. Social YouTube. media. Now Lord, Lord, have, Lord. Now we got this monstrous social media, and they're educating. And they and they may educate, you know, incorrectly, or they may not educate how you would, right? Yeah. So if you have that power as a parent, I'm a parent and I'm so nervous, um, but if you have the that power as and a the parent, bees. you know, take it with all, with, 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 with great care and, and educate your kids. Um, but, you know, we, we ain't trying to tell you how to parent either. So, we're going to leave that to you. Leave it alone. You, 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 you'll figure that. So, wait, Shippy. Que paso? So, I'm the only person that can call her Shippy, okay? Hmm. But she's Aki to you. Miss Aki. Don't huh. get it confused. I remember going to school or growing up, one of the conversations I did have with my parents was about education and like what I'm going to do when I grow up, blah, blah. But as we got closer, my father was no longer in the home. He was there. He was, you know, we called each other, whatever. We visited each other. Yeah. But he wasn't present in the home. Yeah. So I remember telling my mom, mom, I want to become a 
pharmacist. Okay. This is 11th grade. Then I met with chemistry. Hmm. And chemistry told me, just kidding. Chemistry was, it was difficult for me. And yeah. I don't know if at that time I was going through things that didn't allow me to concentrate. Yeah. But I was getting D's. And I'm an AB student, so I was like, okay, maybe chemistry's not for me. Yeah. And I knew that was the basis of pharmacy, so I left that alone. So then I changed it. I was like, mom, you know what? I'm going to be a professor. Okay. And she goes, professor? That's okay. They are still good people. You know, you know what I wanted to be when I when I was growing up. I wanted to be one lawyer, and she smiled, and I'm just like, oh, okay, and we just left it like that. Yeah. But I told my dad I want to be a professor. Professor, what is professor? There's no such thing as professor. Excuse me, professors are educated people. Hello. And they teach them. They they te- they're the they ones who teach it. Hello, that's who's teaching a lot of people. The professional people. So they professionals themselves. You need to go to school to be one doctor engineer or if you don't want to become those things do you want to go to just some med school med school do something in medicine you'll figure it out mm-hmm. so i'd like to ask you growing up in a jamaican home mm-hmm. what were the main college majors that you had to major in doctor <laughs> doctor <laughs> doctor <laughs> what doctor like and and it's like I feel like more so from my dad because my mom, like she just wants you to excel. She wants you know all of us, all of her children to just excel in whatever field they're in. So she's more malleable when it comes to education. She just wanted to make sure we we're getting good grades. Good grades to her are A's and B's. Um, she doesn't want you to get to see if you get it. Okay, fine. Now my dad, on the other hand, that's the long arm of the law. He wants you to get all A's. If you get a B, B means better. I was told this, even in college, no, you got a B? I'm like, but dad, this class is hard. No, 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 you could do better. That's what B stands for. And he was like, so what's up with these doctorate programs? And like, that was from when I was little. And even my little brothers and sisters now that, you know, um, are in high school and one's in college at Rutgers, it's like like everyone's on this path to becoming a doctor or was on a path to becoming a doctor. So I feel like my father stresses education more. And I feel like in Caribbean households, like that's a current theme. And even in, like you said, your family's household is like doctor, lawyer, like uh, these these pretty much even lawyers, they, they, they get a doctor's and even engineers. It's like a certain status of profession. And I feel like they 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 put these these majors on us or say, you know, this is what you need to pursue because of the stability, I guess, that comes with it. But I know and when I say stability, I mean like financially, but education nowadays is not what it was 40, 50 years girl, ago. Girl, you ain't say what, what you say. Girl, I don't even know what to say. What so, you say? So, to elaborate on that, the cost of education. Okay. And the rate of return on your investment for paying for that education is 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 vastly different. And the factors that come into play with that are the cost of living. The amount of money you have to pay back for your loans. 
and then just working in your profession like that's gonna take a lot out of you and I don't think programs prepare people for that like when they go on internships and you know things like that in rotations you kind of get a, a, a taste of it but it's like the real world hits you right what, what do you feel about that like the 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 the, the education versus, you know, I don't want to say quality of life, but just your overall happiness. Like, is that something that's your passion? Or is like, do you feel like you wanted to pursue that? Even with the pharmacy, did you want to pursue that because that's what you, you know, knew? I wanted to pursue it because, one, I have pharmacists in my family. Okay. Um, and then, two, if you're not in the medical field, if you're not doing pharmacy, if you're not being a lawyer you're you're nobody mm-hmm. and this status quo is again from their culture and their yeah. upbringing like those people were people they were moving there was bosses yeah um but education has changed in that there is a disparity between education itself and real life like the practical part of the education um and as well as you know being able to say I can be a plumber yeah and I can own a plumbing company. Yep. And I can, my income can come in and bring in the same amount of money, if not even more. Yeah. Because everyone has plumbing issues. Yep. Right? Or, you know, being the AC guy. Yeah. You disparage him or you look down upon him because he's fixing ACs, but everyone's ACs go, you know, out yeah. one or two times, you know? So, like, these are things or professions, even though they're not white-collar professions, these are professions that are needed. Yep. So as parent, as a parent now, if my child tells me that he wants to do X, Y, and Z, the only thing that, the only obligation that I have as a parent is to support him yeah. or her. I don't know if I'm going to have any more kids, but support them so that they become the best part of the best, the best in that field, the best in that apprenticeship, whatever it is. So yeah. I don't know education I mean now I'm, I'm still in college and it's just like like yeah like okay like it's not dope anymore for me yeah I've known plenty of friends that have gone to school gotten their masters and at the time I was selling insurance when all my friends were going and I was slowly taking my courses and I was making more money than them yeah and I'm still making more money than yeah them. the whole part about life is regardless of the profession you have mm-hmm. is being able to take care of yourself. Society don't care about nothing else. Mm-hmm. As long as you're able to take care of yourself, society doesn't care. And and it's so true. Like, there's been a meme floating around um, with a job description that's offering, like, fifteen seventy nine for someone with a master's degree. And it's like, the amount of money you had to pay for school, whether you got loans or not, some people, you know, got scholarships. It's like, the amount of money that was used to pay for your education and they're offering you that and you have a master's degree it's just like a slap in the face i agree because you put in all this time to get to this point whereas those who maybe came right out of high school or even if they you know did some college got associates or whatever the case is and went out those people have an advantage as far as the experience now, I'm not knocking college at all. By far, one of the greatest experiences of my life, shout out to Florida A&M University, <coughs> Colac, Um, But it's, it's, it's different things that you have to learn through through networking, and that, that'll also come into play. It's like who you know. So our parents don't necessarily understand that, and even some places where... 
there's some people who have certain degrees. Like I remember my mom was telling me there's a trainer at her gym who has a PhD. And I don't know if he just does that because he likes it, but I'm like, you know, you know, he's working at the gym with his PhD and it's, it's in a related field like, um, a kinesiology, but are they paying him top dollar there? Who knows? Who's to say, but if not, the man is very fit. So I'm like, maybe he's just pursuing his passion. And some people follow these careers because again, their parents or their family or their culture, you know, that's around them, push them in that direction and encourage them to do that. And they turn around, you know, years later and quit and pursue something they like. Even our first lady, Michelle Obama, she was a lawyer. She hated it. Hold on, Re- wait. Read her book. You said our first lady? Okay, keep going. Hmm, hmm. Noted. Ding, ding, ding. But yeah, she, she, she was a lawyer for so many years and she got out of that because it wasn't bringing her any, any joy. She didn't see the... The, the, the difference she was making on a on a major scale. Yes, she helped her clients. And I know she slayed in the courtroom and she was a good professor, but she wasn't fulfilled personally and internally. So you have to make sure that that conversation you have with your children, you know, for the first time, just keep that in mind. So hold on. When you said fit, right, in the gym, I closed my eyes really quick and I saw six foot three dark chocolate male right about that he might be like six one but yeah you you're on the right path okay so that's what (laughs) I saw and I saw muscles and I saw him picking me up twirling me around and sitting you down Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but no um relationships man my mom tried to teach me how to finesse a guy one day I'm not a finesser like she's taught me to get it on my own and be independent not saying that I won't I'm learning how to accept help now I never did before to be interdependent yes like how I can't finesse him like she and she means no harm she's just like you know He's like, oh, do you want me to pay for this? And then I'm like, no, not really. And she's like, you should have said yes. You should have said yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, mom, but I really didn't need it. Like, I've already got my nails done, so I don't need the money. And mm-hmm. she's just like, no, you have to take it. You have to finesse it. I'm like, I can't do that. But no, like, the first time just talking to my mom about getting, like, telling a man, like, listen, th- this is my standards. Like, yeah, you got to be able to pay for X, Y, and Z. It was just like, Okay. And how is this supposed to go? Like, how's this conversation? Girl, I tried it, Chad. The man laughed. I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know how to ask for help. So mm-hmm. it, it's going it, to, it came out awkward. Yeah. But no, this and this and this needs to be done. Right? Yeah. I do it my way. So how you choose to live your life and choose to live your relationships and all this stuff, that's you. Yeah. Right? Don't live through me. Live with me. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I like that. Say that again. Don't live through me. Live with me. Live with me. Then you got to put the glasses down. Because hmm. you know I wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What's that? Uh, Red Riding Hood Grandma on the tip of your nose. Right. So, no, I, I, I appreciate you guys for, for tuning in. And, um, you know, showing up. But what are, what, are, what are some first-time conversations that you've had with your mom, your dad, Grandma, whoever, whoever, yeah, whoever raised you up. Do you feel like the answer or the response they gave you was something that you were looking for, or something that you can you say, you know what, I I can use that. Yeah, I can build off of this. Or was it something like, girl, boy, what are you talking about? So, again, 
like, subscribe, share, download episode. Download, download, download. Hit that Email button. Email us. Okay. Yes. Email us at akiandigusi at gmail.com. That's A-C-K-E-E-A-N-D-E-G-U-S-I at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Laters. Booyah shaka. What, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> A little razzle dazzle. <laughs>